Is your child or teen fighting with you every step of the way from refusing to get up on time in the morning to complaining about homework at night? For so many families out there, this time of year is really tough. Your kids are tired, their teachers are tired, the winter has dragged on, and the end of the school year seems like it's nowhere in sight. For kids, this time of year can feel like Groundhog Day as they deal with the same routine without a clear break. Naturally, teachers are feeling some of the same frustration and boredom too. Cabin fever makes things more challenging for everyone. In today's podcast, we'll be going over some things you can do to keep kids and teens motivated at school, using tips from renowned child therapist, Janet Lehman. You're listening to the Empowering Parents Podcast. Empowering Parents is a community dedicated to child behavior help and problem-solving techniques for parents. Hi everyone, this is Anna, host of the Empowering Parents Podcast. Just as our kids are reacting to the bad weather and long winter, so are we. It's a parallel process. If you're trying to attend to homework and other school expectations in the midst of millions of other things you're doing, and your kids continue to be unmotivated, it's so easy to get frustrated and to feel defeated. If you don't see good results from all the work you're putting in with your child, this lack of success just feeds the stress and anxiety, and the feeling as a parent that your responsibilities are never-ending. Janet Lehman, child therapist and co-creator of the Total Transformation Program, has some great insight into why kids lose motivation, and of course, what you can do about it as a parent, or even as a teacher or caregiver. So we're going to start with that why. Why kids lose motivation, and Janet has listed three major reasons why this happens. Number one, if your child seems less motivated than in the past, it might be due to a dip in interest. Maybe there's an overly challenging subject like English or algebra, or they really just don't jive with this year's math teacher. That happens. It's helpful to realize that many of these kinds of challenges will pass naturally, and your child will be back on track in no time. Number two, for other kids, there might be social problems at play, including friends who are no longer interested in hanging out with your child, bullying, or breakups with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Consider your child's peer group. Are they all skipping school, drinking, smoking marijuana, or getting detention? There might be peer pressure to underperform in school as well. Number three, understand that there are times when your teen is more moody or ornery than usual. This is actually tied to normal adolescent development. Janet and her husband James found that it was important to expect and accept bad moods and bad days with their child and with the teens they worked with on a daily basis. Just like us, kids can wake up on the wrong side of the bed. They can go through tough times in their lives. For your older adolescent, problems at school could be connected to the struggle of becoming more independent and the uncertainty of what life will be like after high school's ended. To be clear, this doesn't mean that you ignore rude behavior or that you let it slide when they're not performing at school. It's not what that means at all. It's more of an acknowledgement that these moods and behaviors happen and that you shouldn't take it personally as a parent. The important thing for you to do is to watch for how long the problem and lack of motivation lasts and how pervasive it is. Try to understand what might be contributing to your child's underperformance at school. This is going to be helpful when you sit down with them in the future to assist in problem-solving the situation. Here's an important note to remember. If your child does seem distressed, despondent, or sad for a prolonged period of time, or if you suspect that they're abusing substances, have them seen by someone with diagnostic skills. Make sure to have a pediatrician rule out any underlying issues that might be causing anxiety or depression. There are things that all parents can do to help keep their kids motivated in school. Here are five of Janet's suggestions that can help get your child back on track and across the finish line. Number one, don't give the behavior power. When you yell at your child for lack of motivation, you're giving the resisting behavior power. 
We all get frustrated and yell sometimes. It's absolutely normal. But understand that it's not going to solve the problem. If you're yelling or arguing with your child over schoolwork, you're giving him more power in the struggle, and of course you don't want to do that. Let the choices be really clear to him. Use I words instead of you words. So typically you might say something like, you need to get out of bed and get ready for school right now. But instead, you want to use I words. So say something like, I want you to get out of bed and get ready for school. Or I want you to do your homework now. After you say what you need to say, go ahead and walk away. If your child doesn't do what you ask, then there should be consequences and accountability. If he says he doesn't care, don't get into a power struggle with him over it. It's not worth it. Kids will tell you that they don't care even when they do because that's what gives them a sense of being in control. Number two, talk to your child in terms of problem solving. Focus on what your child needs to do in order to get through the problem situation. So an example is he might be failing math and he might owe three different writing assignments or maybe he's just not passing in his homework. So you can help him by first naming what's going on. You should say something like, you didn't finish your writing assignment that was due last week. Then you have to ask him how he'll handle the problem. You can say, how are you going to solve the problem of having work missing? If he can't come up with an answer, you can help. Say, finish the assignment and take it into your teacher after school. Maybe he'll be able to give you some credit and at least you've shown him that you can do the work. You might have to play a few different roles here. The first is the role of a coach, which means encouraging your child by telling him that he can handle it and that the work can be made up. The second role is limit setter. That reminds him that he can't use the car if he has failing grades. The last role is teacher, who sits with him and helps him find the right solution to the problem. It's important for you to play all three of these roles as a parent. Your approach might change depending on the seriousness and type of situation. But remember to be flexible in order to match your child's need. Number three, don't take it personally. Easier said than done, right? But try to take the emotions out of your reaction to your child's poor school performance. This is all about being objective and neutral. Realize that even though it might seem like every other child is thriving and excelling in school, this is very likely not the case. Try to have realistic expectations for your child, including the reality that this can often be difficult and could be a difficult time of year for all students. That doesn't mean that you let your kid off the hook for poor performance. It does mean that you try to have a matter-of-fact discussion with her about how she's doing. Deal with this kind of subject in a business-like way and try not to take it personally. Remind your child that her responsibility is to go to school and try her best. As a parent, part of your responsibility is to offer a reality check that includes suggestions and encouragement to keep moving forward, one task at a time. Number four, keep the communication about school flowing between you and your child. Talking about school can become a natural part of your family life. Your care and involvement might be that extra spark of motivation that your child needs to get the work done. Talk with your kid, tell her what you see, and ask her about what's happening at school. It's your job as a parent to try to help your child through this kind of situation, and it's your child's job to do what she needs to do, whether it's homework, class time, or tutoring, so she can learn from the situation and move on. It's important to be in communication with your child about how school is going. That way you can stay involved as much as possible. If your child is not willing to talk with you about the problem and isn't helping coming up with a way to solve it, let her know that you'll need to communicate with the school. 
It's not a threat. It's simply what you need to do as a parent to help your child. If your child doesn't want to talk with you, you need to talk to others to find out what's going on. For example, you might need to say, it looks to me like you're not doing much homework these days, and I'm concerned. If you're not willing to show me what you're doing or to talk about it, I'll need to check in with your teacher. Then, of course, make sure that you follow through with that. Number five, find a way for your child to be active and involved outside of the classroom. It might not be the first thing you think of, but helping your child be active is going to help him manage his more sedentary time, like sitting at a desk all day. This can be through sports, outdoor time with the family, or just being able to take a walk or play with friends outside. It's a challenge to do in bad weather, sure, but well worth the struggle. Activities can also work as motivators. Maybe your child would respond well to a computer class or an art class at a local college. There's likely some kind of social activity that could help motivate your kid. Might be joining a chess club, volunteering at the local pet shelter, or getting together with a cousin who lives in the next town. All of those things shake up the routine and they give your child something to look forward to, which in turn helps motivate them in school. Finally, remember to take care of yourself. Just as your child needs to find a way to be active and break up the monotony this time of year, so do you, especially if you're feeling challenged by your child's lack of motivation and responsibility. Take a walk by yourself, you know, go to the gym, have lunch with friends, or just call your sister or your mom. You need and deserve the break. The truth is, sometimes you just have to cheer yourself on as a parent so you can cheer on your kids. For more helpful parenting tips and support, join our community at empoweringparents.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for our free email newsletter, and each week we'll send you relatable, life-changing articles on topics parents are facing today. And if you're looking for more information on The Total Transformation, visit thetotaltransformation.com. A parent's program for managing challenging behaviors in children, The Total Transformation was developed by renowned child therapists James and Janet Lehman. Thanks for listening.